Blog Talk Radio. Has anyone ever told you you dream too big? That you have too many ideas? That you need to be realistic? What if there was a career and lifestyle that you could completely design yourself that enables you to do what makes your heart truly sing and helps millions of people benefit from what you have to offer? One that provided you with all the money you need to thrive, not just survive. That is the life of an enlightened entrepreneur. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show, dedicated to the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide, with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments, Inc. and AHAMomentsInc.com. Her motto, oh yes, you can have what you want, and you deserve it too. Join us for the next hour and learn to trust your aha moments to lead the way to a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Aha Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened beings worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. I've been taking some time off, and right now, today, I woke up and I said, okay, I can't do this anymore. I have to get on back on the air and have get my fix and <laughs> get back in the saddle here. You know, if you take a little too much time off, it's like, you know, you start to lose all your, uh, what is it, all the, the structure, the foundations of your world, right? So I, uh, I'm i back, and I'm really excited. We have several weeks of shows planned for you, and this being the first of some, some pretty cool stuff coming up. We'll start with guests next week. But um, for tonight, I thought it would be cool when I was thinking about it. Um, I know when, you know when you take time off and you actually start to reflect, especially this summer, right? Summertime is just, even if you're still working and stuff, you know, and you're not like off like a, a teacher um, or something, or it, it, it's it is a, just a different pace, just a different pace. The traffic patterns are different. As long as you're not going towards the beach, um, you know, sometimes the traffic is a little lighter. People are on vacation. People are a little distracted. People aren't necessarily, uh, you know, in your face the way they are in spring and and, uh, and fall. So it's sometimes a little difficult because you don't have as much perhaps interaction or you're not taking as many big outward actions uh, like, like you would in the fall and the spring. Sometimes it's kind of easy to lose your bearing on where you're really at and manifesting what you're most desiring because summertime is not the normal high point for actual bringing things to fruition. It's really... If you look at it, if we talk about this a lot on the show, we look at it seasonally. The summertime is a time of maturation. It's a time of getting, it's like the gestation period, you know. And the fall is really the harvest. That's where you start to see that big flamboyant output of a lot of your um, desires and, and what you've been working on. So springtime is kind of that new growth, you know, the planting the seeds and all that. Winter and summer sometimes get a little dicey for people because there's a lot going on but it's not as visible, right? And so um, it was funny, I was at a retreat over the weekend and I was listening to the the guy speak and he said, you know, there's a time for growth and there's a time for flourishing. And when you're in that time of growth, a lot of times it's a hard knock bus. You know, it's it's when you have those adverse people, those adverse situations where, you know, you're getting this stress and that stress and you're kind of being tested in, in various sundry ways. So today, um, and then the flourishing, um, on the other hand, is when you have those big sort of swooshes. You know, when you hear someone say, I got married and we got a new house and uh, I got a new job, kind of all in the same, you know, 18-month period and, oh, my goodness, everything changed and, you know, all these people are coming together and I have a new family to work with and all these different things. That, you know, a lot of times um, it kind of went, they say this thing, when it rains, it pours. Well, when it rains, it pours is because, um, you know, it, it's how that energy sort of flows, and, and whether you're in the growth time or the flourishing time. So tonight, um, what kind of I was inspired to speak about tonight is five ways to know that your desire is near, even though it may not be here in the flesh just yet. And um, I, I reason why I 
I always bring topics up that I'm personally going through, you know. It's kind of how I've built this entire business. I've been on my own crazy life. And how, how do you, you know, get through, you know, this, this, this crazy world that we're in and, um, and have fun and contribute to all those things. But, um, you know, a lot of this is inspired from just living it, you know. And I always say I'll never ask you to do anything I haven't done myself. I really mean that. So this came up for me because I was starting to notice some really interesting patterns um, also been spending a tremendous amount of time working on my book. My sister said, what are you writing, the Bible? What are you doing, <laughs> the Ten Commandments? Like, I don't get it. Why are you still working on this book? But, you know, you think you're finished with the book until an editor gets their hands on it, and they say, oh, could we have 30 pages uh, around this? And like, oh, great. They, they write all the time for me. And it's like, oh, gosh, it's three months worth of work. So um, anyway, as I've been writing the book, I've been thinking more in, you know, organized chunks in my in my head because you write chapters and you know you have to like when you're writing for public consumption it's a whole different animal you know so anyway this came up of five ways to know that your desire is near uh even if you can't see it yet we're going to talk about that tonight right after we do our little uh, housekeeping um and and i really think that some of them are actually surprising because when i start to write them down of course the guys get more but we're going into six seven and eight of them but when you start to look at them you know some of them are you know things you've heard before and there's other things that i thought as i was writing down like yeah you know that's true it's it's actually kind of surprising because some of the stuff that might be negative is actually positive so we're going to talk about that a little bit and i also am going to be taking some callers tonight so for reading so if you'd like to call in um i see sam you have sam working really hard already he said who are all these people before we stop on the air and i'm like hello it's a radio show buddy <laughs> so um yeah we have a lot of people on the call but if you'd like to call in and see if you can get a question in the number is 347 215 Nine four eight five, and uh, we'll start taking your calls uh, right after the the first break. Um, I see a lot of you calling in, and some quite a variety of different places tonight. That's kind of cool. Okay, so let's do a little housekeeping. First of all, I was really tired. Um, my birthday was yesterday, and so I went up to Long Island and we hung out with my family and stuff. And I got back really, really wee hours in the morning, and. Um, I was just tired all day long. I was really, really exhausted. And I was just, what is going on? And I said, I wonder what the moon is doing. Because I always like to let you guys know the moon phase. And I had kind of, wasn't, it hasn't been on my mind for a while. And I said, I bet you it's a new moon or, you know, near the new moon. And today is the new moon, which means that we are in the dark moon. So there is no moonlight. And um, I say this every time we have a new moon, you know, we need the moonlight actually even more than we need the sunlight. So, I know for very for sensitive empaths, healers, people who are, or even if you're not a healer by profession, but people who are really um, sensitive, intuitive, you know, kind of in that that energy zone, um, you'll feel it. You'll feel this energy. You might feel really tired. Today I felt like I wanted to take a nap all all day, and uh, not that I ever got a chance to. But I kept. I just said to one of my friends before I got on the show, I said, "I'm high, I'm very under caffeinated today." She started laughing. I said, "I just feel like I need an extra, you know, like a IV of caffeine on on New Moon Day." So when I went to look it up to let you guys know on the show when it was coming, and it said today, I was like, "Ah, oh, perfect." So tomorrow will be a much better day. I realized why I just wanted to, you know, after after our show, just face plant myself in my bed. So, um, yes, yeah, so tonight is the new moon. New moon is awesome for, and it's in Leo. Um, yay. And so uh, new moon is awesome for uh, the pretty, pretty obvious new beginning, starting new projects since we're not in, like, you know, insane retrograding things right this minute. I'm sure something out there is retrograding, but we're not in the real, you know, high holy retrogrades like Mercury retrograde and some of the other ones. Um, what a new moon is, is just really, really good for casting. It's like casting the rod, you know, the fishing rod, you know, a nice piece of bait, cast it out there nice and far, and and then you hold the rod and wait, you know, through the, through the phase of the moon, and then when you get to the full moon, it's kind of, you know, you reel it in. So if you think of it that way, that's actually just gave me that analogy. That's actually a really good one. Um, 
today is like the, the casting of the intention, the casting on the rod. Now, if you've been working on things, um, it's a great time to sort of re-energize those intentions, um, doing some nice, quiet uh, reflection. Uh, you know, some people get worried about the word meditation, but if you want to do meditation, that's fine. But some nice reflection and then um, and it's just envisioning, you know, if there's sometimes we adjust our intention, right? We, we we thought we wanted to date that person and then he turns out to be a jerk. So we say, oh, well, maybe not him, <laughs> right? Or, um, you know, you have one direction you thought you wanted to go and then things start to happen. You realize, oh, I think, you know what, this is feeling better going in this other direction. So you can kind of recast, readjust the intention. So the new moon is a great, a great time for that. So you want to want to consider doing that tonight. Um, and also the new moon energy is potent for three days. So, uh, you know, kind of a day before, then the day of, and then the day after kind of thing, um, you'll, you'll be able to capture and harness that new moon energy in its full effect. All right, so we talked about the summer energy. Okay, so just two more things, then we'll get into content, and then we'll start taking some calls. Uh, Rudy Hunter had an amazing power boost. We did a midsummer power boost uh, class. And it was live, and, and we had, you know, did it for four weeks. We just finished up last week. And so this week we're releasing it actually as an audio product. And um, it is phenomenal because he did some really amazing energy processes. If you've listened to him on the Summit, um, or you've listened to him, bought some of his things on his site, stuff. It, it, it really, it's amazing because he, this stuff is, was brand new. And it made huge differences in my own world. He kept using me as a guinea pig. <laughs> and it was just amazing how such little effort creates such big results. Really phenomenal. So anyway, that's, just release that as an audio product. If you would like to get a copy, you can get it all at one time. You can download all four MP3s. They were all about, I don't know, 75 to 90 minutes long each. Um, cause sometimes you got, you know, really deep. And, he has a bunch of exclusive processes on there that have never been done before. So each week has a full exclusive process, um, and it's one one forty seven. The class I think is like two ninety seven. So it's a really good um, place. And you can go to ahamomentsinc.com forward slash power boost. Okay, so power boost p o w e r b o o s t. And we just started uh, selling that over. Uh, the last couple of days. So um, I'm excited about that. I'm not sure how long we're going to leave it open for sale, but um, if you'd like to get your copy, it would be really good. And also, Rudy is coming back for an advanced class. I'm so excited you said yes. So in September, we're going to be doing an advanced, um, I don't know what we're calling it yet, <laughs> uh, booster thing, but it's going to be four weeks. It's going to be four Mondays in September. And he's in this course that we just are releasing now on audio is the prerequisite for that course because this course is going to go to a whole other level. We're going to have a whole bunch of new processes and uh, we're going to be really going deep. He goes deep anyway, but this is going to go to a whole other, he promised a whole other, you know, where places where we've never gone before. I know that's not part of the show, right? So, <laughs> so that's what he's promised that so we're going to uh, be doing that. But we're leaving the advanced class only to those who've already taken the live class or those who purchased the audio thing so that we don't have anybody who's not familiar with the work going into the advanced work. Um, just be fair to everybody there and also be fair to yourself and your own energy. Uh, so that's going to be fun. And then um, another class that's going to be happening in the fall, in, in three Wednesdays, uh, the second three Wednesdays, starting the, we're not going to do any work on the first week. So these classes will be starting the second week of September. We have Karen Abrams, a master theta healer. She's Amazing. You can listen to her on the podcast here. You can listen to her on my telesummit. I've had tons of sessions with her. She's phenomenal. So she's coming to do a three-week master class on abundance, um, divine abundance. She just sent me the outline of the course today. It's phenomenal. Um, we're going to start that on Wednesday. So Rudy will be on Mondays. Karen will be on Wednesdays. And we're going to start the telesummit after that. Can you imagine? You see why I don't do anything this summer. So we're loading up for the for the fall. This would be great. You know, fall is quick, short, short period of time because uh, then people get caught up in the holidays. You know, so we have to kind of hit it, quit it. So we have Kat Rudy and we have Karen. Um, and, and so that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really, really looking forward to that. 
And in the meantime, this week, we are, I think this is, I don't know if it's this week or next week we have, I have to ask Gina, uh, so much is going on. We have our summer, uh, summer's best series. So the telethon that we did in the spring, we brought back the best and the best. And so they're uh, playing this week. Jared is on again this week. Uh, Mahendra Trevetti is on. Trevetti's phenomenal. Um, the third place. Oh, Dawn Clark, I believe, is on this week. We had Dee Wallace on last week. We had Karen on. Um, uh, we have Ad Moody. Dr. Robert Pease will be on. Um, and so we have some wonderful, uh, I guess it is this week and next week. We have some wonderful speakers. If you want to catch their replays, they're all being reopened for 48 hours. That's, a lot of them have kind of added some interesting things to their packages. Uh, so you can get their packages if you haven't gotten them already. And um, and it's just it's fun, you know. It's just it's really easy going. It's just a recording, you know, the, the uh, rebroadcast. So I'm not on live, but uh, we've had just thousands of people listening in, and uh, people buying the packages and the whole, you know, uh, the whole thing. Go figure. So uh, you'll enjoy that. If you'd like to get on that, you could go to ahahongdick.com forward slash summers best summers best, and then. It'll take you to you know, get all the information about how to listen. Okay, so that's it for housekeeping. That was a really long housekeeping today. So we've got to now get, jump into content, and then we have to get to our break, and then we have to get to our reading. You know, so much going on. I love Tuesdays. I love it. I love it. I love it. And now I'm all revved up because uh, I was actually on a call right before cut on the show with Karen Aiden. She said, oh, can I do a little something to your energy? I'm like, I'm about to go on the radio. Don't make me loopy. I don't want to be spinning out and not being able to do my job. So she, she did a little zappy zappy, and I, I was like, wow, that's better than a glass of half because I was all set to have my, my tea. All right, so let's talk about these five key ways to know that your desire is near. Now, it's interesting because uh, we have a tendency to want a curriculum. I think there's the other night where we where we're kind of trained that way, right? If you go to first, you go to preschool, and you go to kindergarten, first grade, and all the way to eighth, and then whatever, um, high school, and et cetera, et cetera. And then even in, 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 in college, we have syllabus and curriculums, and if you do all this and this and this and this and this, and then you write a thesis, and then you write a this, then you get a degree, and then you get a job, and the job, you know, and then if you're in the job, and you, you do this, this, and this, and this, and this, you get a promotion to that and that and that. So everything's very hierarchical. Unfortunately, or fortunately, I think fortunately, um, the universe doesn't really work like that. It's much more uh, kind of a mall map. You are here. You get a dot, and then you step and you and you say, "Okay, I'm a, I'm a, I'm here, and I want to go to Macy's." So then you step into Macy's, and then when you're in Macy's, when you finish shoe shopping, you say, "Oh, I'm hungry," and then you say, "Okay, where's the food court?" And you get the next dot to how to get to the food court. You know, you don't stand at the front of the mall and say, okay, I want to, before I step foot in this mall, I want to know how many footsteps it is to every single store that I want to go to and what order I should go to them in and how much stuff I'm going to buy and how much money I'm going to spend before I'll even start shopping. I want to know all of the outcomes before I'm willing to take a foot into the mall. Do you do that when you go to the mall or do you mosey? You know, you go in, maybe sometimes you direct. I, I know for me, Malls make me a little nuts, so I, I go and I have a pretty good idea of where I want to go. And But once I do get there, it's like, oh, you know, maybe I did want to go look at Perfect over there or, you know, a scarf over there or whatever, right? But it's really spontaneous, and it's really in the moment when you're in the mall, right? So that's the same way that spirit works. So one of the ways that um, it's one of the, the – there's several ways that they'll let you know that – Things are you're getting closer to manifesting or to actually actualizing. Uh, my friend Dave likes to use that word, actualizing uh, what it is you've been working on. Okay, and it's kind of like they will give you signs. You'll see, start to see signs, symbols, and synchronicities. We've talked about this before. For those of you new to the show, you may not have heard me talk about it, but it's something that is part of the system of, you know, intuitive, uh, the language of intuition. But these synchronicities, these signs, and these symbols, and actually all of these five things I'm going to talk about are like a branch in the water when you're out at sea. So like you're on a ship, 
you can't see land anywhere, but you see a branch floating by or you see birds flying overhead. You know you're getting close to your land. It's a sign, right? It's just we're giving you it's like an indicator. You're going in the right direction. So as we go through this, uh, as, as we go through life, is, and we start to really get familiar with how things are, how it really works, how it operates, how the universe operates in communicating with us, we start to see little patterns and little signatures that are letting you know, don't give up. You're right. You're right there. You're about. You're about to. The gateway is about to open. This is about to pass through the veil from the from the energetic creation into the physical actualization of it. Okay. And the first is synchronicity. So those are like they seem like coincidences. The the three stages of intuitive uh, communication is one is your foreclairs. The very first thing that any that that your infinite self uses is your your clairvoyance, clair audience, clair sentience, clair cognizance. So those are your your energetic sight, your energetic um, hearing, your energetic feeling, your energetic knowing. Okay. I'm not going to get into all of that tonight, but it, you first, you, it, it basically kind of um, is. There's this energetic, uh, non-tangible, non-not non-physical communication system. So that first is what they use. Now, as soon as you get that kind of hunch or that feeling or that knowing or that little vision, that little deja vu, or you get that little voice in your ear, you'll get a physiological. That's a step two. You'll get a physiological response. You'll feel a wave of heat. You'll feel a wave of goosebumps or a little bit of a chill. You might feel like kind of a little bit of that roller coaster in your stomach. You can also feel a lightness around it or a heaviness around it. If it's heavy, if you get that little hot flash or the little wave of heat, if you feel prickly, um, if you feel kind of um, cold in a negative way, kind of like a shuddering kind of a feeling, that's a negative or that's a no. Um, or that, uh, that's, a, that's yeah, let's just say it's a negative because sometimes it's not a And then if you feel that lightness, that that whoosh kind of a feeling, the goosebumps, the chill, um, that, that lighthearted feeling, that's, that's more of a positive, okay? So your body will first do, first your infinite version of you will speak to you through the energy, through the four clairs, then it will back it up immediately with a physiological feeling. That's why people say, oh, gosh, I got the goosebumps. I got the goosebumps when you said that. That's your, you may not have even registered the four clairs were working, but in the physiological backup is so that you will register in your head. Hello? So they're like saying, hello, we just gave you a message. So it's like, you know, mails and, um, you know, little bell things, okay? So you have your physiological uh, response. Then the third thing, and it's always one, two, three. The third thing are the synchronicities. So then your environment starts to give you signs and symbols and synchronicities that you're on the right track, okay, to reinforce that original energetic sense and the original physiological response, and then you get the backup through the signs, symbols, and synchronicities. So when you're getting close to one of your desires, the first thing that you want to pay attention to is different synchronicities. If things are starting to line up, okay, um, for you, it's amazing how if they start to line up for you, you'll start if, if you're on the right track, people will show up, opportunities will show up out of nowhere, and they all see, they all start to feel like they're related, but they're not related. That's when you know, okay, you're right there. You're getting very close, okay. So that's number one, synchronicity. Number two, okay, and these are actually I should have said these first two first, but whatever I said synchronicity because I've written down that way. Um, the 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 two the two things two other things happen that aren't maybe as fun as synchronicities, and that is old people start to leave. And I'm not talking about chronological age. I'm talking about the people in your life who maybe serve a purpose or a lesson or companionship for one stage of your life, but they, their, um, the limitations of that relationship won't be in alignment with where you are desiring to go. So you go into, so they leave. You know, the relationships start to drop off. Sometimes it's your closest relationships 
hate to say it, but sometimes it is. Sometimes it's just, you know, work relationships or you know, relationships that are, maybe not, are not as close. But relationships that have kind of been around for a while, they can just sever. And it feels like, wow, why is this person just turning on me or leaving or whatever? And it's because your state, your vibration, see, understand when you're doing this manifesting stuff, what you're really doing is you're raising your own frequency to match the frequency of where you want to go. Well, as you start to match that frequency, you're no longer matching your old frequency. So anything that was aligned with the old version of you drops away. Okay, so, uh, you know, like... uh, the guy over the weekend said, you know, it's going to, after you've been out of this retreat, it may get a little worse before it gets better. <laughs> and, and, you know, and then you kind of go, oh, God, oh, God, what's going to happen bad to me now? I've got enough bad stuff going on. But really what it is is it's saying as you're raising your frequency, the the, the stuff that's no longer fits is kind of like, you know, when your your child outgrows their shoes. You're not trying to stuff their feet back into the shoes. You've got to get a new pair of shoes, right? And they can't, if they have the old pair on, and the heels hanging out of it, so it doesn't do them any good anyway. They can't walk anyway. So you get rid of the old shoes, put on new shoes. That fits. Same thing with people in the world. So that's, a, that's another big sign when people start to drop away, even if they're people by surprise that you never thought would drop away. Um, it's making space, making love. The third one is um, new people show up amazing new people will start to show up who are really either knowledgeable about what you're attempting to design, you know, to create or uh, their messengers, giving you synchronicities, giving you clues, educating you, supporting you, um, giving you advice, uh, referring you to the next step. Okay, so um, the new people will show up, new resources and, and, and even circumstances and situations. The fourth thing um, which is uh, really interesting is, and this, these, these four or six things are going to, I'm going to say these two things, then we're going to take a break and we'll get started with your call. The fourth thing is big problems can show up. Right before you're about to manifest, actualize, feel it, receive it, some recurring, old recurring problem that you may have had in the past that you thought you had conquered will show up in your face like a fireball. Like, whoosh, it doesn't, I'm not saying it has to happen. If things are going good for you, you're like, oh, God, Marty's in a fireball, seven fell. I'm just saying that if you're experiencing that, that is a sign not to necessarily give up, but you're right at that point of breaking through. The breakdown before the breakthrough is what some of us call it. A big problem will show up now. The big problem will show up to give you another one last opportunity, you know, something that you all you thought you had conquered before. It may show up again, so you can see how far you've come and how you handle it differently now than you would have, you know, however long ago. This is a really big sign that you are about to break through and receive what you're looking for. Don't panic if that happens. Roll with it. Flow with it, and one of the best things you can do is to not take it personally. When you can release your self-esteem from the problem, okay, your perceived problem, put in the problem, the word problem air quotes, when you can release your self-esteem from the problem, the problem now is free to be solved. When you take your emotion out of it, when you're not charged around it, you have this thing happen that used to happen to you all the time, and you used to be totally freaked out and putting yourself down, and, oh, if only I'd done it the right way, if only I'd done it the way my family said, oh, blah, 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 and you beat yourself up, and then it makes the problem worse, and it becomes a big boo-ha-ha. You, you barely survive it, but you do survive it. Then you move on, you think, okay, and then it's something reminiscent shows up again, right? When you thought you were ready to break through. That's just a final exam, okay? And you just move through it. Make sure you're not emotional about it. Detach the emotion. Focus on the solution. You can say, you know, I, I absolutely see the divine solution in the situation. More than likely when that shows up that second, third, 15th time around, that right before the breakthrough, you already know how to deal with it. Just deal with it without the emotion and the charge. And it won't happen. It won't show up again. It's just kind of like the final exam. So that's a very unusual one that people don't usually associate with success. And then the last one I'll talk about, and then we're going to take a quick break, is uh, 
that you you it's interesting how when you write about to manifest or receive what it is you desire, it no longer feels particularly special. It almost becomes neutral. Why? You know, so this thing that you used to three years ago think, oh my gosh, if I had this, oh my goodness, my whole life would change, and I feel so good, and oh, it would be such a big deal, and oh my God, and oh my God. And when it finally shows up, it's like, okay, that's cool, that's fine, I love it, I'm excited, but I don't, I'm not, I don't feel this big crescendo like I thought I would. Why is that? Because when you are aligned with that frequency, and you are the same frequency of what you had been intending for, when you become in alignment with that, it is no longer this big gap. You're the same frequency, so it just feels natural. It's not going to feel like a big, giant miracle of, you know, with the pearly gates opening and the lightning bolt. It's going to feel like logical next best step. You know, so don't be surprised if when you, and this is why a lot of people, they misregister that those feelings of success were kind of like, oh, wow, I got up there and I got that award. And it was amazing, but okay, what's next? You know, <laughs> and that's because we got, we do move on to the next set of desires and, you know, to keep ourselves excited and everything because the distance in its own way creates the excitement. Once it becomes part of your frequency, it's not that it isn't exciting, but it, it has to normalize for you to even receive it. If you keep it on a pedestal, it's very hard to get it. To receive it, you have to raise your frequency to that, whatever it is you're, you're moving, you know, you're aspiring to. And when you get online with it, it's no longer this big, you know, thing. So let's say you you want a new house, and you you're, you know, you can't get your head wrapped around three hundred thousand dollars, but you look at this million dollar house, you say, oh my gosh, oh my god. Well, the three hundred thousand, the million seven hundred thousand dollars gap makes the big, the million dollar house seem like this big, impossible, fabulous dream. Well, we let's say, okay, I'm going to give myself 10 years or five years or whatever it is to achieve this goal. You don't even really have to put a time limit on it. But let's just say you're going to give yourself some time. So you start moving towards it, and you go and you start looking at a million-dollar house, million-dollar You normalize that figure in your head. So now it's no longer a big deal. When it's no longer a big deal, you have a much better chance of actually acquiring it. Because if it's a big deal, that means you're in a big, huge gap with that frequency. Now, um, so when so that this, this final point is that when you start to almost feel like you don't care about getting it anymore, a lot of people misread it as I don't care about it anymore because I've been working so hard for it. You know what? If I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. When you do that, what you're really doing is you're releasing the attachment to it and you're collapsing the gap of the frequency. So a lot of people, when they finally, when they, they're trying to have a baby and they can't have a baby and they can't have it, and they go through all the different things you can do to, to get pregnant, and then they finally just say, okay, I, I can't do this anymore, and then they get pregnant, it's because they were creating this big gap when they were working so hard at it. But when they finally just detached emotionally, it was their frequency rate, it just aligned, and then it just flowed through. And so that's, a, that's another good analogy. Okay, so those, you can chew on those. You have the podcast, you can listen to it again. Um, and, and just take it, just take in your daily life. You know, this is not about making this hard or, you know, analyzing these deaths. Just see. And, and especially in the summer when it feels like a lot of times there's not a lot going on. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of aligning of frequency going on. So if you look for these signs and you look, look and see if you see any of these and know that it's your branch in the water floating by, letting you know land is near. Okay, on the other side of August, you'll start to see if, you know, generally, and I use the big broad terms, but in August, uh, after August, and you start to get into September, mid-September through November 15th, November 20th, and that kind of range, you'll start to see a lot more things kind of actually showing their face. You know, the, the, the apples are on the tree, you're picking them. You know, you can see the apples on the tree now, but you can't pick them because they're not ripe yet, right? So, you know, you get into, you know, apple picking season and pumpkin picking season, you know, harvest, harvest. All right, so let's go ahead and um, get ready for our break. If you'd like to call in, the number is 347-215-9485. If you're listening, I'm going to start taking calls right when we, we get on the other side of the break. So I'll hang up. Um, it'll be a short break. And then... Uh, 
347-215-9485. And um, if you have any questions about the stuff we're talking about tonight or you have uh, a question you'd like a little intuitive help with, we're all we're, we're game to do all of it. Okay? So, let's see. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments radio show, and we'll be right back. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work With Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Do you ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Intuitive Living Cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. I'm Mari, and we are talking all about ways to know that your desire is near, even if you can't see it yet. So if you missed that portion of the show, you definitely want to tune into the podcast, which will be up right after the, the show is over. Just click on the uh, archive button there on the, on the dashboard on Blog Talk. And um, if you'd like to call in to see if you can... Uh, Get I, we have a lot of people waiting, but if you'd like to see if you can uh, get a question, that would be great. Three four seven two one five nine four eight five. So um, we are going to take the first caller. So the first person is just from California. Hello there. Hi, Mari. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. First off, happy belated birthday to you. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. 
What's your question um, for today? Well, my question is for the past year, I have been involved in a very intense uh, family legal matter, and I'm just oh, wondering okay. if you see that resolving anytime soon or any info you have on that. Well, have you gone through a lot of attorneys with this? Um, a, a couple, yes. Because it feels like this, like each time you would shift attorneys, you'd lose a little ground, but you'd gain some ground too. Uh, I, oh, hmm. it's interesting. The first thing I saw was the scales of justice. And I saw one side leaning more to the other. But I feel like it's going to get to the balance. Now, I don't know, but the, the word I'm hearing hearing is settle. And it feels, and I'm also getting like between six and eight. So that says somewhere between six and eight months. I don't think it's going to drag out for years. It's not like that. I think you've kind of turned a corner a bit. But they are saying there may be one more round of attorneys. I don't know if there's some special experts or something you need to bring in. But it's mm-hmm. it's feeling like there might be, if well, what they're saying is whatever you're second guessing, trust that you're guessing the second time and operationalize getting a little bit more information. There's one more there's one more set of experts and this is what they're saying. It's it's a messenger for you. There's a message in there for you and there's gonna be also a little bit more I don't know, evidence proof something that comes up. Um, a, a kind of a different way of looking at something, almost like a, like kind of turning the kaleidoscope. You're just about there. Um, it's not that much longer, but it does feel like in, within, I don't know about by December, I would say it's feeling more like first quarter of 2014, you should be on the other side of it. Okay. Okay. And good luck. Okay. Now, let me say Thank this to you. you. There is a guide, there is a guide, a uh, spirit guide, who deals with legal matters. That helps a lot with legal matters. And his name is Forsetti. So it's F-O-R-S-E-T-I, Forsetti. Okay, and if you get okay. Dorian Virtue's book, Archangels and Ascended Masters, it has all the different angels and guides and things. Yeah, and I have different... it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just go in there and read about Forsetti and just follow her guidance on how to invoke his energy, and that should help to boost things. That might be the messenger they were just talking about, so go figure. Uh, that might be one of them. You know, you have the, the energetic side of this and the concrete side of this. Now, here's one other bit of advice they're giving you before they're going to let you go, and that is start to ask about, instead of how will it resolve and all so focusing totally like in your mental mind and like all the evidence and all that, you got that mm-hmm. out of the way. What you want to ask is energetically, you know, mm-hmm. what you can ask, what's the purpose of it, or how, the one I like to ask is, what's required for complete healing of all parties? Okay. For the healing of the situation. And start to take it, try to, try to rise up out of it and sort of fly above it and start to ask about the energy of it and ask, please heal within me whatever will solve it for all parties because we're all interconnected. So if you just sort of proxy yourself as allowing yourself to be healed, feeling yourself be um, kind of the energetic representative for all of this, then... Yeah, because it involves my children, so I'm kind of like the voice for all of this, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So... Just you, you just want to set, allow, just ask for healing, and okay. put the guns down. Just ask for healing now. You've made your point. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Great. Good luck with that. Very Thank very you good so luck much. with that. And nurture yourself too, my dear. You need a hot bath or something. Hot sea salt bath. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Okay, sweetie. Take care. Have a great night. All right, let's move on to Kate in New Mexico. Are you there, Kate? Yes, Hello? ma'am, I'm here. Hi, how are Hello. you? Hello. I, I'm doing great. Good, I like your energy. You're nice, happy, happy Thank energy. Thank you. So welcome. What can I help you with tonight? Well, I 
I have a burning desire to write. Yes. And every time I sit down to write, I get a message, not now, not now, not not ever, just not now. And it's a little frustrating. Yeah. Are you are you writing about something that you're concerned about? Or are you well, just what writing I in general? Well, about is animals. That's my passion. Yes. And... What what do you feel? And I'm I'm just asking this because there's there's two sides to this. There's the mental mind that's saying um, <laughs> nobody's going to read it, uh, or it's been done, or this is trivial, or I would be kind of crazy to write something like this. There's that kind of version of don't write, and then there's the intuitive timing is this is not the the time for this thing. And, and um, I, I definitely know that I'm getting both because the mental stuff, you know, that's a challenge always. But what I want to write about is the human-animal bond and how animals are, uh, we can learn so much from them. Right. Well, it definitely feels to me like there is absolutely nothing wrong about that. <laughs> and so it feels like it's much more mental, and this is what they're saying. They're showing kind of a block around that. But understand, in a previous lifetime, you were persecuted for writing and yes. for being one of the females who was able to write and to be more of a scholar. And you've actually lost your life for that in the past. Uh, and, and just voicing your voice, just in general. I wouldn't be surprised if you get sore throats or you get every so often a laryngitis or even tightness around your throat shock or something in that throat area or don't like to wear necklaces or turtlenecks or something, you know, something that's an indicator of that expression. Yep. Um, or, you know, and if, if any of that makes sense, that would it be does why. does perfect sense. So, great. So then what I would highly suggest is to um, start to get some healing work done with someone like a Karen Abrams with Theta Healing or a uh, even Rudy. Rudy has some great stuff. Um, Doreen Virtue has a wonderful uh, uh, chakra clearing CD. Fabulous. It's a classic. And uh, it's called the Clock Chakra Clearing CD. You get it on Amazon. It's like four bucks or something now. And then um, she also has another one called Karma Releasing, the Karma Releasing CD. Those Ooh. two... Um, are wonderful, and I know when I about I don't know when I was work when I was with her about ten years ago when I first got she told me about those two tools. Uh, it's kind of around the time they ha- I think they came out. She said she suggested that when you're going through something like this where you're really going to clear for something that's going to that's standing in the way of your light work, what you want to do is take each one of those CDs and you alternate them so. In the morning, you'll listen to the chakra clearing, and in the evening, you'll listen to the karma releasing. If you do that for, uh, back then, she said 30 days, but we've had the solstice and all kinds of things happen since then, so I think you could probably do it in a lot less time. I would probably say three three to five days, maybe 10 days at the most, where you could get the same benefit um, of just sort of juxtaposition between the two of those and just sort of clear your system out and then the other exercise I would highly suggest is to write without the assignment of outcome. Okay, so instead of saying, I want to help the world, I want to save the animals, and I want to just, I want to express how I feel about this, period. And write okay. from that place. Okay, three pages a day. We call those morning pages. Get in the morning. Just and and my my uh, writing mentor calls it pantsing, and though the, the the writers call it pantsing, where you write by the seat of your pants, you just write. You don't. It doesn't have to have a direction, a purpose, or whatever. So you could say, I love dogs, and then just let your hand go, because one of the the other things. This is what your guys are also telling me is, you have a channeling contract. You can actually channel, you know, higher guides. You probably already do. But this block to your writing isn't so much about the animals. It's blocking the connection to your divine, to your infinite self that's giving you more that information. So it's kind of like that fear of knowing the bigger picture. And so this clearing uh, thing that they're talking about, I would start off with the Doreen Virtue things and then, you know, check out some of Karen. I think Theta Healing would be amazing for you. Uh, there's, a, there's many, many 
folks to check out, you know, Karen Moody has some good stuff too, like I said. But essentially come up with a little bit of a healing, energy healing prescription for yourself. And, you know, you don't have to do it all at once. You know, just one of these things will give you a sense of opening, you know, breathing room. And then what I would just say is allow yourself to pant. Allow yourself to just write as you feel each morning, if you do it first thing in the morning, um, Julia Cameron calls it writing uh, morning pages. You just do it first thing in the morning. And I know for me, having to write this 300-page book that's been, you know, driving me nuts, <laughs> doing that, it opens the writing channel. It opens you to receive the information without all of the checks and balances and criticisms and attachments and all those things. And I think you'll if you give yourself, like, a month, a month, 30 days, they're saying, and just say, ask for healing around your writing. And stop it with no success measurements attached. And I think that'll start to give you the space. And then you can move on from there. You can sort of graduate up to, okay, now I'm going to write to save all the animals, you know? Um, but, because I don't think that it has anything to do with the topic as much as it, as it has to do with the connection. And what Thank that connection you. has meant for you in the past. Does that make sense? That makes excellent sense. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You are so welcome. Let me know how you do. Okay, we'll do. Always curious. Okay, call back in and let me know how you how you do. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Have a. You're welcome. Have a great rest of your week. All right. Let's do another one, Sam. Let's take Tana. Tana, you told me your name is like Donna with a T. Tana in Buffalo. Hi, Tana. Hi there. Happy birthday to you. Oh, Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, my pleasure. How can I help you tonight? I um I have a uh I'm I'm attempting to create a business uh whereby there would be checks and balances with nursing homes and uh-huh. assistance with, with with um assisting seniors in terms of um uh, uh, abuse issues and right elder rights. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. There just does not seem to be enough attention given to their particular challenges, and um, I'm 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 just wondering. It, I, how shall I say this? I'm I'm on the fence. I'm I'm hoping that I'm gradually moving closer to. Uh, formulating the the system in place that might offer some offer help. Okay, so what's the what's the uh, the question that you have around it? Um, I'm hoping. Well, I guess I'm I'm wondering if I'm if you can tell me if I'm moving closer to um, to uh, seeing a breakthrough, so to speak. Yep. Well, as soon as you said that, as soon as you started to utter the words at the beginning, um, it felt like a big yes around it. Um, it felt like I see a sliding board. It's almost like you're sliding into a big, a big blue pool, but you can see the bottom. And but it feels okay. a little out of control because it, it, it you know, there's, there's a lot of legislature around that kind of thing. There's a lot of bureaucracy, um, and then there's also so many layers of what an elderly person is willing to stick up for when they're at exactly. that age, you know. So how to enforce it, you know, how do you enforce it? So it's what they're saying is you're trying to take it, it's good to look at it, fly high over it, and look at all the different tentacles of it and then pick which tentacle you're going to become an expert in. I think where you're getting a little stopped up is trying to be, the expert in all of it. It's a really complex, multi-layered, multi-dimensional, and I'm not talking about the energetic multi-dimensional, I'm saying it has many dimensions to, you know, the issue. I I worked for AARP. AARP was a client of mine for about 10 years, so I know the arena extraordinarily well Mm -hmm. And uh, when I was doing marketing. And they're also an amazing resource because they have state organizations, 
So they, they're not just a big AARP in Washington, D.C. They have representation in every state. So it might be worth your while to go in to, if you haven't already connected with AARP, and and talk to some of their elder care folks. They have actual specialists in that whole thing. And they're always mm-hmm. lobbying for that type of thing. And it's not that they're going to take your idea or you have to be concerned about that, but they will have research that you, and, and, and insight, and it feels like a lot of messages for you. Um, it may even be just something as simple as they hand you a brochure and it gives you a nugget that you didn't have that's that little turning point that you need to sort of feel more comfortable in the direction you're going. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can also, one of the good things about ARP is they have, they're really on the cutting edge of legislature and what's mm-hmm. coming down and what, as a private person, you'd actually even have access to supporting and helping because uh, that's, you know, in that arena, you've got a lot of different moving parts. So it exactly. just feels like and, and I, and you're I going have worked and I am working with them. Good. They, they have good, been very good. very supportive. The Excellent. associate regional director has just been wonderful. Oh, amazing. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um so so then you're on the right track with that. So then if if that's the case and you're and you're getting a resource and it, and it feels like you might want to even expand to some other state offices because they all do things a little differently because I know they have like different uh, legislation for different states, quite frankly. Um, I would just I would just allow yourself to be kind of in that research phase just for a little bit longer. They're saying another two months or so and you're going to get some big downloads of direction. Right now, okay. you're, you're, you're going through a transitional phase. What they're saying is you're going from flying high over the top of the problem and looking at it from every which way from Sunday and wanting to, you know, sort of handle it all to being led to the piece where you're really going to be able to make the most impact. And they're saying allow yourself to be led to that piece and don't feel that you're not going to be fulfilling the purpose or the mission, if you will, if you don't fix it all. Thank you. Okay. I understand. That's where they're saying. You're getting overwhelmed, then you get um, tired, and then you start to doubt. Exactly. People... They they're they're in such need and they're in yeah. um and they feel so comfortable in terms of reaching out and yeah. it it just I can see it snowballing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I would just you know and you might want to just um, also the one last bit of advice I'm going to give you is you might want to pick one particular place one particular client and survey or survey family members. Um, they're saying narrow it down. It's time for like a niche. You know, it's time for a niche. And you might want to go at this more from a cottage type of business as opposed to a big organizational, you know, movement like okay. ARP Junior. <laughs> you know, yes. you might yes. want to become known as the Mary Poppins for the elderly kind of person, you know. So I understand. And, and, and sort of Niche yourself and narrow it down. Narrow it down to being like the advocate for, uh, you know, like an elder, an elder abuse advocate. You know, or an elder, you know, the voice for elders, and and it, you know, but something like with a catchy, like define narrowly define, define the piece that really makes your heart sing the most and then define it as that and then find a lot of people who need that piece as okay. opposed to going at it as the ARP already exists, you don't need, they don't, you don't need another one. You don't need to be that for, to make an impact. I think you'll make a much bigger impact both for them and for you so you'll be able to receive the contribution that doing this work will give to you. Work is always a two-way street. Mm-hmm. So it's not just a monetary, you'll get a monetary contribution, you know, figuring out how to make a profit, but you, but you also need that heart space. You know, you need that energetic contribution, too, from what you're doing, and then also so that you can actually put more out to what you're doing. Yeah, And that's yes. the other thing that I think you get tired because you're not willing to receive from what you're doing because you feel like you have to be benevolent or martyring it so in a way, you know, because it's, it's the elderly and it's the nursing home and how could you take this and how could you receive a profit? Could, well, if you don't get profit, my dear, you, you fall out of business. <laughs> you, okay. You, you, won't, you know, 
So you have to create business models and be willing to sort of step into the business aspect of it and ask yourself kind of those kinds of questions. I mean, way much bigger than a radio show answer, but hopefully that gives you a little bit of light along the way. Yes, thank you. Thank you so, so much. You're so welcome. You're wonderful. I love your energy. And God bless you for doing all that because that's a really, really important uh, important role. And I think it's going to be extremely successful as soon as you narrow it down. Oh, okay. one other little piece. One other little piece that they just came in. I don't know if you've ever considered writing a magazine column, but they're saying that if you do a newspaper magazine type column um, on these types of things, you will definitely be highly successful, and that would lead you in the right direction. And you know, so you're more of that expert space instead of trying to be the the the, the company that over you know the, the AARP. A second. Okay. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Okay, my dear. Okay. Thank you, Thank you so I'm, much. You are so welcome. Have a great night. Okay. Oh my goodness. I can't believe we are. It's it's actually we're at the end of the show. Oh my gosh. Well, you know what, Sam? I'm going to take one more call because they've been waiting for so long. I take uh, Christina in Texas. We can do this really quick, Christina. You there? Yes. Yeah. Hi, Mari. Hi, how are you? Hi, good, and you? Uh, good. What's your question? Um, I was wondering. It, it seems like I've been at a like at a standstill for a while, but yeah. I feel that I've also been growing a lot, and I'm wondering yeah. um, uh, just kind of if if you can kind of give me some guidance on that. Yes, no, maybe. How much longer? All that good stuff. Well. Yes, no, I, I need more specifics. Like, what is it uh, that, because I know we have, like, you know, a minute, but how, what's the, like, a specific topic question? I, I get the idea of the question, but can you give me something more specific so we can kind of hone in for you? Maybe health-wise, I've, um, I have I hadn't been as well as I, I had been um, kind of sick a little bit, and now I'm kind of getting over that, and I'm trying to move forward with my career. So the health issues were actually, because they were a little bit more mild, it doesn't feel like it's huge. And it feels like they're showing me a distance between where you're at now and the health, like that's moving away. Um, But I think the career part is scarier to you than the health thing was, because the career part means that you could be judged, and the health part meant that you could be nurtured. So the career thing is, you know, you have a lot of, they're showing me a lot of, they're showing me an octopus with a bunch of tentacles over over the whole topic of career with you because it's almost like you want to answer to a voice that's not even yours about, you know, making someone proud. They're saying, uh, I don't know if it's your dad or mom, but, you know, sort of that parental pride of like what you think you should be doing versus what it is you really would love to do if you would just give yourself permission. So that this the thing that you want to ask when you're in this kind of quagmire about this is healing applies not just to the physical body, but it also applies to every situation that we're in. It applies to our money. It applies to our relationships. It applies to our careers. So the first thing you want to do before you start to actually try to force yourself to pick, you know, which career, how, what, you know, is, you know the way that you're going to you're asking me, is this going to end soon? Okay. The only thing that holds it from ending is you. But the way that you can get it to really um, accelerate is to ask for healing in this area first. So what I would say is when you go into, like, like, like when you're about to go to sleep, you want to just say, can you please, you know, angels, guys, powers to be, you know, God of your understanding, however you, whatever you speak to, that's, that's part of you that's greater than you, just say, can you please, help me to heal whatever stands in the way of me engaging in a career that truly makes my heart sing where I can be a great contribution. Okay? And ask for the healing first. You will then be guided to the various pieces that need to be healed. It might be that you meet, you, you see something on Dr. Phil. It might be something, you know, see a new book. It might be that you end up with a particular energy worker or, or you know, whatever it is. But you'll start to, if it's self-confidence, if it's, you know, needing a little bit more education for where your heart 
things or if it's clearing out, you know, those parental voices that say you couldn't do it or, or fear of failure, you know, fear of success, whatever those things are, ask for the healing first. And when you do that, once you get to a certain point, you don't have to be perfectly healed. That's where people get lost. You just need to take the edge off and give yourself space to receive it. And then you'll start to see the progress that you're looking for. But right now, it's kind of like you're, you know, it's kind of like you're um, sort of locked up in traction, they're saying, with, with this career thing. And, and the other thing that they're saying is all of the normal shields that you would have had to sort of block you from thinking about this are gone. So you've kind of been on a healing path anyway. So now the same healing that you were asking for about your physical, start asking for about this, and you're going to see a big shift. I don't think you're going to be really in a quagmire for much longer. I'd say, you know, beginning of the year, beginning of 2014, uh, the first first quarter into the spring, you're going to be in a much better place. But for the fall, I would just focus on the, the, the healing and nurture it yourself, and it'll start to come through. Does that make sense? Yes. Good. Yes. Thank you so much. You're so welcome, my dear. Keep breathing deep, okay? <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Have a great night. All right, everybody. What a show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited you guys all joined me. We had a really big show tonight. And uh, I know these announcements are coming out kind of at the last minute because I get these downloads on like Tuesday morning. But thanks for being game and, and coming out and playing with me. And thanks for giving me the opportunity to contribute and doing stuff that really makes my heart sing. I love this stuff. Um, we're going to be on next week with, uh, I believe, Karen Abrams is going to be on with us next week. So that's going to be a really big show. You definitely don't want to miss that one. And then the following week, we have an incredible medium who's new to our community. Her name is Marilyn, and uh, she's she's pretty powerful, too. So you'll start to see, um, you know, announcements in your inbox and everything. So what I will say is we are done with, for today with our show, and you know my motto. You truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it, too. And in this energy, anything is possible. Have a great week, everybody. See you next week. Take care. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com That's A-H-A Moments with an S Inc.com Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments We can't wait to see you there.